0: Hi, and welcome to The Soul of Business with Blaine Bartlett. I am your host, Blaine Bartlett. And um, we've got an interesting guest on the show today, a fellow that I've known for a while. He's uh, a member of an organization that uh, I'm a member of as well. It's the Transformational Leadership Council. And I mention that because it's a pretty eclectic and elite group of uh, thought leaders uh, that are doing some very interesting things on the planet today. Um, uh, Colin Sprague. Is the Now, uh, well, he calls himself a heart-centered business Sherpa. He's an author, he's a speaker, he's a trainer. And really interestingly, and this is uh, partly why I've got him on the show today, uh, uh, he's the creator of the ultimate business success system. And, and you look at the tagline and there's a dot, 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 with soul. And it's that with soul piece that I think was uh, really compelling. And it's something that he's actually you know, built an incredible business around. So it's, it's, it's spot on that uh, Colin is uh, uh, with us today, particularly given a lot of the stuff that's going on in the world today. So, Colin, uh, welcome.
1: That's my pleasure to be here, Blaine, and just to support you and you know, serve the listeners. I know there's a lot of people listening out there that. You know, from today's show and from all the shows you've done have got the nuggets they need to move themselves to that next level. And if there's anything that's been, I think, soul searching, soul wrenching, uh, soul percolating uh, is the last five, six months of what's happened during the, you know, this pandemic situation. And uh, I think it's going to change business forever.
0: Oh, I, yeah, it absolutely is. And, you know, one of the things that I'm really, and that's, it's, it's almost uh, an oxymoron in one sense here or not, it's a paradox, I guess. Uh, I, I'm really excited about where we're at in the world today for businesses. Yeah. Even though there's a lot of pain on one side on the, you know, if you look at the spectrum, there is an incredible amount of opportunity on the other. And part of that opportunity is how do we go about doing business? in a different way that is more generative and healthier for everybody that's touched by it. I mean, and that's, that's really kind of the mission that I'm about is yeah, having business be a source uh, of good and uplift on the planet, uh, which is you where know, for, for me, the soul of business comes in. Now you've got an organization that's uh, uh, Make Your Mark training and consulting and you, and you founded it back in 04. Uh, You're doing some fascinating things with entrepreneurs right now. And if I remember right, you've got almost 50,000 entrepreneurs in your community, uh, in the ecosphere in which you actually operate here. And these are entrepreneurs. These are folks that are actually running businesses, making money, making a profit. We're gonna talk about profit here in just a bit, Uh, but they're making a difference more importantly. They're making a difference. So uh, I wanna just kind of open the field here. A couple of things, you know, first of all, you know, I ask this question of everybody that comes on the show, when you hear the soul of business, what does that bring up for you? And particularly given your work, I'm gonna be very interested in hearing your answer on this.
1: Yeah, you know, I think that, yeah, the most important part for me is the, you know, when people tell me the soul of business, but it's in our own tagline, business with soul. And it really is about doing things that are right for your fellow man, for the planet, you know, for yourself. For your community, for me, it's business with soul. is It's just doing what's right, you know. And our hearts know what's right. Our, our, the core essence of who we are. Like I look at our our, our gut and our um, hearts as a thought center. This is a, not our thoughts; our truth center. And yeah, you know, this the center of us knows our truth, Blaine. And our heart and gut knows the truth. And we go so much against it. Some of the time, we're like, Why did I go against my gut? I mean, they've done studies on this plane. They've, you know, the human brain has about a billion, 100 billion neurons in it. They've done a cross-section through the gut uh, and through the gut wall, and they found that the gut has about 100 million neurons, of which 21 are identical in type to what you find in the human brain. So our gut is a thought center, and so is our. They did work later on around through the heart tissue as well, and found the heart was even more pronounced. Therefore, this is your truth center. Your gut and your heart combined are your truth center. We need to listen to more, even as business owners. I believe you can be a business owner. I joked with you before, and I hope you don't mind me saying this on the show. But you know, there's two kinds of business owners: either a business owner, you know, a business with soul or business with asshole. You choose what you want to be. You know, you want to take advantage of people, take advantage of the planet, pump plastic into the oceans, do crazy things. But doing business with soul is doing what's right for the planet and we know what's right sometimes though we get clouded by profit we get clouded by you know different you know, maybe by profit and we take advantage of people we take advantage of our planet you were like you know one thing you'll know you don't know about me blaine is i left the mining industry in 2004 in uh, november 2004 and i never forget I, flew, I was ceo of this mining company sold my shares in the company and i was flying over into the Amazon jungle to go sell a whole bunch of equipment to this big consortium, and we're flying over, and I, could like, I was just like, "Wow, imagine now they had dome lids on them." It's like these blue dome lids all over the jungle it would be so cool. And then it just hit me, and like, this is where money is more important than our planet. And yeah. it was one of the deciding factors of why I left the industry. That day, I landed. We landed uh, the plane uh, in the Amazon jungle, and. I couldn't sell the equipment. I just said to myself, this is not right. These people have destroyed so much of the jungle already. And someone said to me, well, Colin, if it's not you, someone else is gonna do it anyway. I said, I don't wanna be responsible for it. You know, that, that's what I think business with soul really is, is have, taking a responsibility for all the things we do in our business, for our planet, for our staff, for ourselves, For everything that happens but most people I think a lot of people don't care about that I think the planet I don't know I believe that this pandemic has been good for the planet I think God's got the planet by the ears and is shaking the crap out of it saying wake up human beings stop being human doings be human beings and let's just look at where things are going like time for you to wake up it woke me up immensely so the whole business with soul is just being awake being, you know, doing what's right, serving our fellow man, like not taking advantage of anything, but looking out, how, how can I assist something to grow? How can I you know, do things in my company that'll help the planet continue? How can I do things in my company that will help families be better families, more conscious parenting, more conscious in our relationships? So I do a lot of work with our team members within Make Your Mark on you know i'll help i'll get the marriage counselors if they need them i'll get them any kind of people they need to improve the situation in their personal lives which really of course people say well colin you still profit from it in the business for sure but at the same time it's so cool to know that you're putting great people in touch with you know, our employees to help them be better employees, but more so anything, be better in their relationship, be better in communication. We have communication specialists. We have relationship therapists that work with our team to make them better at home, you know, and that's what I think has really happened for a lot of people. Sadly, a lot of people during this COVID situation um, have gone and it's got divorced because it's easier, you know, because they've spent so much time together. I think this is one of the awakenings of the world. You know, mm-hmm. yes, I know some people have you know, lost a lot. They've lost loved ones. I've lost a couple of friends to COVID, um, you know, and I didn't really lose them. They've just gone to a higher place. And, you know, for me, it's really, I think everyone just should just wake up and see things differently. And, you know, those that don't maybe have a soul in their business right now, or maybe started with a soul, are going back and thinking, wow, what am I doing? What, am I, what can I do to make this planet a better place? And if they're not, I don't know what's going to take it to take to wake them up. Yeah. Well, I, I mean,
0: you, you, you've touched on so many things here. I mean, first of all, it, it, it's easy for people uh, to talk about do the right thing. And it, 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 it's almost become just kind of a trite little toss away line. Just do the right thing. The example that you gave about, you know, the blue domes, it's kind I can't, I can't sell this. I just, I can't do this. That's doing the right thing. You know, there's a, a notion about um, being a predator or being a steward, and you know, you, you talk about you know being an asshole or being or, or moving towards the soul. Um, a predator, you know, you know it's a zero sum process. I mean, I'm, I'm taking. And there's there's this. You know, what can I grab for myself? And if business leaders approach business, which I think is a sacred institution, I truly do think that business, because of how much impact it has, it truly needs to be seen as both a spiritual discipline, but also as a sacred undertaking. Mm-hmm. And if if I'm approaching it as a sacred undertaking, as, if, you know, as, as, as a sacred... Of, uh, Avocation and vocation. I, I position myself as being a steward rather than a predator. I do things differently in the jungle than I do in the temple. And that's the behavioral dynamics, doing the right thing is what would I do in the temple? I would take care. I mean, I, I, and I love what you, and, I, and I've known this about you and about you know, Make Your Mark, yeah, you know, the the resources that you bring to the you know your entrepreneurial community. I mean, and you touched on some of it here. It's not just yeah. You know, here's a and L P&L accounting platform that you can learn how to. Yeah, you that's know, it's no. We build great organizations by building great people, and by building great families. That's if that's the focus of what I'm doing as a business, I'm going to have a great business. I'm going to have people that are absolutely out of their mind, wildly fanatic. About what I'm doing, and that's the power of soul, I think. And and yeah, and yeah, your migration from mining into what you're doing now, I think, it serves as a really interesting um, hero's journey sort of analogy here, uh, in in terms of what's possible, what we can do. Um, So yeah, yeah, this idea. I want to just kind of circle back here a little bit. Almost fifty thousand people in your community now. When you came out of mining in '04, what did you come out with? Because there was a, the spark of an idea, yeah, you know, that that ended up becoming Make Your Mark. Um, what what kind of? How, how did that happen for you? And this is an entrepreneurial question because I know it wasn't easy getting launched. Uh, yeah, and
1: wow, well, I think the key thing for me was, you know. The mining industry was interesting for me. You know, I was—I I studied metallurgical engineering because my parents told me I had to. You know, <laughs> and my, you know yeah. and So I went into that industry because it was fulfilling. I think my parents' dreams. You know, mm-hmm. my mom and dad. Well, my dad only has a grade ten. Um, you know, he worked his butt off to get to where, where, you know to the level he got to in, in the corporate world, and I woke up. I think you know i couldn't say i woke up there was just i had a yearning inside of me like an absolute deep yearning to do something different you know and i mean I, many other things happened to me uh during my last 18 months with the mining company i resigned and um you know told the board i was you know, deciding to move on in 2003 of july uh, or july 2003 and then i eventually moved on, on november 30th 2004 and during that time, there was some of the most horrific stuff happened to me, which made the message more and more clearer. You know, I'd been on a path that, I mean, I was at that stage, I was in, you know, you know my early 30s. Life was amazing. I was in the warrior phase of my life because I believe there's three phases in your life. There's warrior, statesman, and then enlightened. I don't think many people ever get to enlightened. So the key thing for me is I really, I knew there was a deeper peace to me and the warrior phase was just go make money. And I found that so easy, but I was soulless. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I was like, I, can't, I don't want to keep on building a business that has no soul. You know, I was building it, we're doing things. I watched people murdered in front of me, you know, Americans. We know this was like you know, 2002, 2003, when the world was really disliking Americans. And there was anti americans Some people even put Canadian you know, badges on their backpacks and backpack around the world because they're too scared to be even known as American. And, you know, we got, I watched a, you know, a bus, we're going up to an, we're on a mountain in Irian Jaya, going to a big gold mine, going up the hill and the American teachers were on the bus in front of us because they always put Americans separate to everyone else. And these militants jumped on and killed all 15 of them right in front of us, mowed them down with with, uh, with automatic weapons. And I was like, okay, this is another sign. And I started to really search because I really didn't, I wasn't, I haven't always been on the personal growth journey. You know, Mm -hmm. I just realized there was a yearning inside of me to do something different. Um, And then then I started studying stuff. I went to companies like Peak Potentials. I went to different places to learn. Um, I'm now an avid student of psychology, human mindset, human potential, because I'm just fascinated by it. In fact, I believe I'm one of the biggest, I'm on the path to one of the biggest breakthroughs in this industry without having all the qualifications uh, because I'm a big believer in um, how things move forward. So it was such a journey for me, Blaine, that when I, when I started Make Your Mark, I, I went to a spiritual coach, and he's still a very good friend of mine, multi, multi billionaire. And the guy runs an amazing company, but the most kindest, nicest human being you'll ever meet Like on such a great journey. And I sat down in his office one day, his name is Dave Mann. And I sat down with Dave and I said, Dave, I'd just love to know my purpose. And he said to me, Colin, there is no purpose to find. The purpose is within you. He said, you will know when you're on purpose. He said, when you have this yearning deep in your core of who you are, what you want in life. When you have that deep yearning and when you'll know you're on purpose, when it feels like a giant metal cable, you know, massive thick metal cable is attached, pulling you forward. That's when you know you're on purpose. You know, most people have a yearning, but never attach the cable, but they always wonder what should I, and that yearning sometimes is not money. That yearning might be, let me go and, you know, do missionary work in central Africa or Central America or whatever it might be. So I was, I was, I, wanted, I was after my cable. I was after how do I attach this cable? And I knew in the mining industry, there was no cable attached. It was make freaking money, make as much as you can, despite the planet. You, know, you could still have a great culture, work with your team, do great things. But I was so focused on money making. I was in the warrior phase of my life. And I just knew there was more to life. And I knew I wanted to do more for people. I mean, I'm still—I do a lot of work with um, under, underprivileged people. Uh, I do a lot of work in Africa myself personally for for you know, the 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 native Africans. I just I feel sad in so many ways of what's happened to them over the years, and it's got nothing to do with what's happening in the world right now. I've been like this for for 30 years, you know, right. even 40 years, and I just I just knew there was a yearning, and I wanted to attach that cable. And you don't just go and find the cable and attach it. It sort of attaches and comes out of you and pulls you forward. And then you know you've got your purpose. And when you're on purpose, that's when your business thrives. And I think you asked me early on before we even started this how do you know, you know, what as you grow your company, sometimes does that cable maybe get maybe chopped off or get buried so deep that you don't feel like you're on purpose anymore? I think it does. I think, you know, you got attached. You are so, on, so in line with who you are, in line with the work you're doing, so connected. And then all of a sudden you become so busy that you forget to be connected. Yes. You know, yeah. I, don't, I don't think the cable detaches. I think it's, it's there, but there's so much stuff on top of it that you can't feel it pulling. Maybe there's something pulling you backwards. There's so much other stuff pulling you backwards, holding you back that you're like, I've lost my purpose. And that happened to me in COVID.
0: And we'll be right back with Colin after this short commercial break. Well, I thank you for listening um i want to also invite you right now to go to blainebartlett.com and on that site which is my personal website you'll see uh services up on the top menu i'd like you to click on leadership mastermind now why i want you to do that is we have uh, structured a mastermind program that is very unusual and it is very powerful and by going on to that Site and clicking that link, you'll be taken to a landing page that is an invitation to join this mastermind. It's a 52 week long exploration of what it takes to be a highly effective leader in today's fast changing environment. You won't regret it. And if you've been liking what you've been listening to on these Soul of Business podcasts, how does one become? a leader that can keep connection to the soul of business. That's what we look at. That's what we're about in this mastermind program. So again, go to blainebartlett.com and click on the services link. And there you'll find the link to the leadership mastermind program. Look forward to seeing you there. Thanks for listening to this little commercial. And now back to our show. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that you mention it in that way. And I love that metaphor because in my experience with businesses uh, and I've worked with large enterprise organizations around the world, hundreds of thousands of employees uh, as well as startups. And and, and something happens in every organization I've ever encountered or been a part of. And it's where the focus shifts from that cable. If we could continue that metaphor to the, the, um, the the stuff of the business, yeah. The goal setting, the uh, P and the you know, processes, the procedures, the you know, the throughput. I mean, whatever label you want to put on it, but you yeah, know, we start making decisions in service of the business more than you know, more often and more frequently than decisions in service of keeping that cable clean so that it can, can so that it can do the work it's designed to do. And
1: the cable actually becomes hollow it becomes a pipe that only thing that becomes important is money flow. Yeah. You know, remember cables made up of thousands of pe- individual pieces of wire. You know, right. those individual pieces of wire are co- amazing connection with ourselves. When that becomes hollow and the only thing is how does the money flow? All of a sudden you, you've got a soulless business. You know, yeah. it looks good from the outside. You still, we talk about soul, we talk about purpose, whatever, but inside there's nothing. You know, the yeah. pipe, pipes now become, the, the cables become hollow. And that's when I think we start, start to ask ourselves, what do I need to do to reconnect all the pieces? It doesn't mean stop the money flow. But what it does mean is, how do I rebuild the inside of my, my pipe back to a solid connection to purpose?
0: That And, and, that, and that kind of goes back to you know, be, being a steward of what it means and what it takes to keep that pipe full of the, the truly important stuff. And, and I'm not meant to be denigrating here in any way, shape, or form. Profit is, is, is one of the important elements. And we were talking before we uh, started recording here uh, about profit. Uh, yeah, business has to have profit. I mean, yeah, and I say that for a business, everything has to generate a profit if it's going to be viable, yeah, short-term and long-term. Everything has to be Generating a profit. I've got a pear tree out on the uh, the the yard here. It needs to generate a profit, and that looks like the fruit (laughs) Uh, that kind of comes out, and and it's a consequence of the work that the bees did. And yeah, I mean, so profit is there, and without that profit, things begin to atrophy and die. But if that becomes the whole focus, then I've got a problem.
1: Completely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I I've
1: got a lot of the listeners have to understand that we have to profit. So if you if you're listening, you're going, well, yeah, we have to make money. I understand that. Um, but yeah, you know, at the end of the day, if you even some people have a real negative attachment to profit. But you think of it, every one of you sitting listening to this today, the only way you got to sit here and listen is you are the profit of your parents. In other words, your parents had to give birth to you. You're the profit of their relationship, just like the you know. Yeah. You're talking about the pear tree, like the maple maple tree gives maple syrup. That's the profit of the maple tree. So the profit of your business is money. It's okay to make money in your business. You know, mm-hmm. it's what you do with the money that's important. It's how you treat people. Like I love running a business with, um, our team because I know how many people we pay every month and how much that money flows to them, to their family. I'm a big fan of Maria Nemeth who wrote that book, uh, energy of money. And yep. it's all around how money flows, you know, and, you know, you know, another gentleman that I love one of the little videos he created, I think he learned it from somebody else is Vishen Lakiani, where he says, every time he hands his credit card over or debit card or cash over the counter to someone, he blesses that money because he knows it's going to, he's going to buy that coffee, whatever it might be. But that then goes to buy coffee beans from someone in Africa, who then takes the coffee beans to go buy, you know, maize meal to feed their family or whatever it is. It's like money has to flow. And it's, that's to me, is the money has a soul too. It's just. Oh, you know,
0: absolutely. I mean, you know, a good friend of ours, Lynn Twist, wrote a phenomenal book, you know, The Soul of Money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Canada, another good friend of ours. Uh, and this is where Vision actually got this was, you know, the happy money. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you you keep your money happy by keeping it moving. Completely.
1: It mean, doesn't mean get rid of all of it because that doesn't help No, everyone. no, no. Huh? <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. If, if, this, I mean, I love this conversation because businesses, when they see themselves, and I know that this is what's happened with uh, Make Your Mark, you're, you see yourself as a center of distribution, not a center of accumulation. And there's a big distinction there. Mm-hmm. A center of distribution. Things move, and it's in the movement that life is generated. It's when things start to accumulate that things start to stagnate. And when things start to stagnate, they start to putrefy. And then we've got, <laughs> we've got, you know, some very interesting dynamics that uh, aren't healthy in any way, shape, or form.
1: Absolutely. So, and I think, you know, you, you asked me before we came on, Blaine, you said to me, you know, I had, uh, you know, that um, and many people know that I've been through a massive transformation in the last five or so months, you know, you know, and, you know, it doesn't matter when you listen to the show, at the end of the day, you know, when the pandemic happened for me in March, it really woke me up. You know, mm-hmm. I think also what happens too is there's a couple of key things that I want the listeners to walk away with from today is understanding number one is, yes, you can have, you know, this, this cable connected to you that is this, this purpose of drawing you forward. But sometimes I think you also become a prisoner to your own business. You know, where you feel like I've got to keep running on this treadmill every single day, doing it the same way, the same old way I've always done it. And you're like, I'm making money. Things are good. I'll go on vacation. But now, you know, it's this treadmill that you just continue running on. You're like, you know what, if I, if I stop tomorrow, the, the income stops or whatever. So you feel a complete prisoner to your business. You know, and then when um, the situation happened in March and the global you know, lockdown happened, you know, I, I mean, I pivoted quickly. I pivoted to, one hundred. You know, we are, March 12th had 420 something events planned for the year. March 13th, it went to zero. You know, so, you know, I, yeah, did, there were a few choice words that came out the evening of March 13th. But you yeah. know, I, I, I pivoted and within 48 hours built a complete online funnel and started you know, promoting that online funnel. And in five months, or not even five, it was around three and a half months, we'd done over a million dollars in that online funnel. You know. And what it taught me though, what, what thing, I think, and we did the funnel was fantastic. After three months, I just sat down like, I'm back on another treadmill. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not sure I want to do that. You know, so I started really doing some soul searching. I sat down for the month of July, and I was like, what do I really want? You know, and I went backwards and forwards. Blaine, this has been one of the most spiritual journeys for me. Um, I have changed so much myself in the last 10 years as I've grown. And the spiritual journey that came from it was, you know, I, I understand there's this process called the chaos cycle. And one of the mm-hmm. big parts of the chaos cycle is just stillness. So I sat in stillness for a month, for the whole month of July. I just sat there like, what do I need to do? Like, God, I have, like, I think I've lost my purpose, you know, and I feel like my cable that's attached is great. It's going good. We're doing such good things for people, what have you. But I feel like I'm a prisoner to my own business. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's important to me? And I started to write and journal and what have you. And what it, what what I distilled it down to was I just want the freedom to travel the world, do what I want to do, and, you know, build a business around that as opposed to, um, you know, doing, just doing, you know, for the sake of doing. And I looked at the things I love doing. I love traveling. I love, I love really great food. I love great wine and was studying to become a Somali And I like, well, how can I make a business around those three things? So I will never go back to live events. I've decided that, uh, Joe, we, We're going to fulfill our obligations to our clients that we have and look after them because I'm always a big fan of look after the people you have and they'll always look after you. Um, and we're going to transition. And by January of next year, I'll be a 100% online business. I'm going after a very specific market that I love and adore, uh, a new passion of mine that is part of my just cause, which is a really interesting topic by itself is the the, you know, the just cause. And yes, you know, really staying true to Gabby and I. You know, who, you know, Gabby's my wife, for those of you that are listening. And we, as I said, what do we, what do we both want? We, and we both want to travel. So, you know, come January, I'm gonna probably go down to Mexico, Dominican Republic, wherever it is that we're allowed to travel to at the time and spend three months and keep on building the business. And we're going to become sort of traveling nomads or oh, travel around the world, just have fun. Uh, we love, we adore each other and we, we love spending time together. And I really became clear on that during COVID. You know, it was one of the most most spiritual journeys for me to get clear that, you know, what I really want. And I wrote to a very good friend of mine, Blaine. I never forget this. And this was only in the last week or so, and he was writing to me. He's like, Colin, I want to want to retire in the Okanagan in three years. Well, you should come and retire with me. We're gonna have some fun together. You know, buy some winery, you know, buy a winery, do whatever. I'm like. I don't want to go to the, I want to visit the Okanagan. I don't want to retire in the Okanagan. And why three years? Why can't we make it happen in six months? Yeah. And he he wrote back to me, he said, that's a great question. Because I I love to shake people up and like this is what's happening to the world right now. And I love the whole goal setting thing. So write down your goals for the next five years. You send people away for three hours. They write all their goals down. They come back. You're like, how's your goals? I'm so excited. I got all my goals for the next five years. I'm just going to give you some advice right now. You have three months to live. You are now dying. Yep. Go back and re- reevaluate your goals. Which ones are important? Now, and you will die in three months. And they come back and they, most of them are in tears going, everything that I wanted can go out the window. What's important are the relationships I have that I need to make sure I'm whole with before I leave. Yep. So I said, go fix those now. Why are you waiting five years? You know, you might never fix them. You might get your new car, your new boat, your new house, your new winery, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, what's meaningful to all of us are the relationships we leave behind. That's a legacy. You never see a U-Haul behind a hearse. You know, no. you can't take your stuff with you.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. That's a beautiful metaphor. I love that image. You know, Marcus Aurelius, uh, in uh, his meditations, uh, wrote uh, one passage, and they'll paraphrase it, but it's basically, some people will die early, some people will die later Mm -hmm. all of them will leave the same thing behind and that's the present moment that's the that's the one thing that everybody will leave behind is the present moment which is the only place that we have anything it's the only place we have anything so if you've got a five-year goal why isn't it here today i mean what yeah it's it's that's just a number what yeah to the point you're making here what do you love what is it that gets you out of bed in the morning that lights your eyes up? If that isn't kind of your North Star as a business owner, as a human being, that's an interesting question to begin to consider you know, when you look in the mirror. and. Uh, Colin, I mean, I want to continue this conversation. And I'm looking at my timeline here. Um, I would like to have you come back on. uh, So we can just kind of pick this up. I mean, I I love I love this kind of a conversation. It's uh, inspiring to me. But I think that there's a lot more that we can really kind of take a deep dive on that I would love to explore with you
1: i'd love to as well and it's been my honor and privilege to be with you i know we can go a lot deeper because i know the listeners out there are probably thinking this sounds really great this is a superficial stuff. we can definitely go deeper when we go deeper it'll be soul touching i can tell you that it's like the journey i've been on i'd even love to just do a show with you on the journey because that journey and process i went through has been so enlightening for me that i believe once everyone gets there your business just thrives and the money comes anyways. And, uh, it it it
0: it can't not. I mean, money is just energy. It flows and it you know, energy matches energy. So if you're alive, you're going to have a live money coming coming through your coming through your pipe. Uh my guest today, uh Colin Sprake. uh Colin, how can people get a hold of you? Uh find out more about Make Your Mark and um you know, and it's all online now so they don't have to uproot themselves to go anywhere. So
1: for sure. I think the, the key piece for me would be, you know, honestly, just to simply just email me direct. I'd I'm happy to answer any emails. I'll even help you. You know, I'm all about serving uh, if you've got a challenge in your business. So email me at Colin S. So C-O-L-I-N-S at M-Y-M for make your mark. So Colin S at M-Y-M success dot com.
0: All right. Beautiful. Guest today again, Colin Sprake. This is Blaine Bartlett. You've been listening to The Soul of Business with Blaine Bartlett. I invite you to uh, go to my website, blainebartlett.com, and you can find out more about what I'm up to. And uh, there are some resources there. Uh, one in particular that you might find interesting, um, and I do a lot of work in the leadership domain. Uh, we've got a new mastermind program that we're working with right now. So you can find out more information about that. Uh, on the website. And we've also got a new book up there, uh, the Leadership Mindset Weekly uh, that has just come out. So again, thank you for listening. Colin, thank you for being here. And I look forward to having you back. My pleasure. Thank you as well.